2: G'day, guys. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Once again, this week, I'm joined by Random Stats Guy, who, mate, you hit a little milestone last night, just quietly. How bloody good?
0: Yeah, mate. Really stoked to hit the 10,000. Really appreciated of all my followers and all the support I've gotten from all the con- Rugby League content creators, from the fan pages up into the big stocks like you. So, yeah, really grateful to hit that milestone this week.
2: Mate, it's probably one of the fastest 10Ks I think I've ever seen just quietly. And obviously, people at home don't realize how much effort goes into this sort of stuff. I mean, a lot of my content's very much on the surface stuff. Yours is a deep, deep dive. So you've definitely earned that 10K, mate. It's unreal to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mentioned that on both the podcasts before that I've been down some rabbit holes and sometimes I come out empty handed. But, you know, it's good to see the stats that I come up with, the fans are loving and really appreciative of their support. Yeah.
2: Well, mate, I'll tell you what, you haven't come up uh, empty-handed this week. You uh, you gave me a little preview of what you're going to talk about, and my head was spinning just quietly.
0: Yeah, there's some great stats in amongst this. most of them looking at last weekend. Um, but yeah, what a final series. What a first week of finals. It definitely didn't disappoint, and whoever said that the differences between first and eight were huge, well, finals footy is just a different element.
2: Mate, the, the competition started last week, and dare I say we got rid of the two teams that didn't deserve to be there anyway, so you could argue the final start this week. Let's uh let's go back to week one of the finals, mate, Melbourne versus Manly, and uh, I believe you won yourself a couple of T-shirts, a couple of cases of beer. Tell us about this one.
0: Definitely a lot of street cred off this one. Um, I did have a little pick, at all the uh, pick your scores at 40 to 12 between Melbourne and Manly, only because... It's the third time in a row that Melbourne have beaten Manly in a finals game, 40-12. So thank you, Ryan Pappenhausen, on the bell, 40 metres out. That was an unbelievable field goal, more unbelievable to keep the record intact. Uh, You must follow the account and have some sort of intel. Um, Why else would you do that? Um, And that's the fourth time we've seen 40 points be the winning score between these two clubs in finals too, obviously dating back to Manly in the 2008 grand final.
2: And also, mate, on top of that, uh, 2009 and 2012, I think it was off the top of my head, that's the last two times that these two have played each other in the final series and the result was 40-12. to 12. And, of course, the Melbourne Storm, they've gone on to win the premiership on both occasions. So, mate, is it is it curtains? Is it done? Are the Melbourne Storm going to be the premiers? Do we know it already? Well, it looks like it at the moment, but I think I've got one stat up my sleeve a little later that could challenge that. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, mate. Was there anything else to come out of that game? I mean, as, as amazing as that first stat was? Mate, it's just
0: the amazing record of Craig Bellamy to lead Melbourne to, their seventh, to his seventh preliminary final in a row, which is unbelievable to think. Um, it's an amazing achievement. And to do it without, you know, the big three, who they said Melbourne were going to miss so dearly. Well, some might say they're playing better than what they did with Cam Smith last season.
2: Oh, mate, you could definitely argue it. I mean, straight away, when you say he's been to seven in a row, the first guy I think about is Cameron Munster. I mean, his worst season is losing in a prelim final. I mean, for some guys that play a couple of hundred first games, that's their best season. It's unbelievable. He
0: is some sort of talent, Munster, and obviously it was great to hear him on the audio last night saying he wants to be a one-club man. He's already played 150 games for the Storm. That was his milestone last week. So, mate, he could play 300... or well, dare I say, 400 plus if he keeps his head screwed on.
2: <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Mate, uh, let's move to the Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Cracking game. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. What did you have to take out of it?
0: It's We've seen this before where the third place team, when they beat the fourth, uh, yeah, the second place team, sorry, is that they go on to win the grand final. That's since the McIntyre system has been scrapped. So... Every time third place has won the first week of the finals since 2011, we've seen them win the premiership. Of course, that was the Rabbitohs themselves in 2014 and Cronulla who beat Canberra in 2016 in that first uh, qualifier. So, yeah, unbelievable.
2: Mate, is that your stat to counter the Melbourne Storm winning the premiership? That's that's it. That's it? I've got another stat to counter that in the sense
0: that, and a lot of people remind me of this whenever I bring up the Rabbitohs hopes, is that they did concede 50 twice in the season, in the regular season, and we haven't seen a team win the comp since then. Newcastle were the best, and people go, what did they concede? They conceded 49, so one point off 50. That's how tight it can be.
2: Mate, I'm going to raise you a stat here. Wayne Bennett, his first season of coaching, 1987. He loses the grand final to the Manly Seagulls, who were uh, the minor premiers that season. But to get into the grand final, in the prelim final, he had to beat the Sydney Roosters. Now, if the Roosters do knock over Manly this weekend, we'll get to it soon, it means that Wayne Bennett has to beat the Sydney Roosters to get into the grand final, which I'm assuming will be against the minor premiers, the Melbourne Storm. It could be history repeating, and... uh, do you reckon it's worth me diving into the, uh, to the temperature stat here? Keep going deeper. Keep going deeper. I love this. This rabbit hole never finishes, my friend. 1987, that grand final that Wayne Bennett lost to the Manly Seagulls, who were the minor premiers of that season. There was a heat wave in Sydney that day. It's still to this day is the hottest grand final we've seen. Now, mate, you know a bit about stats. I'm sure you know a little bit about temperature, weather, climates. It's normally pretty hot up there in Brisbane in late September, isn't it? Yeah, mate, having lived in Gold Coast the last five years, it is a scorcher around uh, this time of the year. Oh, mate, I've gone so deep on that one, it's not even funny. And I, 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 I think the Manly Seagulls will win this weekend, but if the if the Roosters do manage to get up, it's a scary narrative, mate. We're, uh, we're building a pretty compelling argument for both sides here.
0: Mate, unbelievable, this stat. I love it so much that you've dug so deep that you've literally hit Earth's core, the hottest part of the planet, and that's where you found that temperature stat. So I love it so much. It could be,
2: it could be that. Mate, let's move to the Sydney Roosters game against the Gold Coast Titans. Obviously had a crazy finish to it. Uh, One involving Sam Walker, a uh, a great field goal. He came on with about seven minutes to go. It's like bringing on the uh, kicking team in the NFL. Tell us about that Sammy Walker field goal, mate. Uh, Unbelievable. He was the youngest halfback or the youngest player in rugby league history
0: to kick a match winning field goal. Not since Jared Mullen back in 2006, who, uh, obviously overruled the great Joey Johns for a shot against Manly have we seen something like it a lot of people will debate it wasn't legitimate but history stands that his name is etched there forever and at 19 years and I think 87 days at the time unbelievable to to reach that milestone
2: great for Sammy Walker but let's get inside the head of Jared Mullen for a second there imagine pushing Joey out of the way crazy
0: absolutely like I don't know what the comms were was it planned Probably not Joey would take that every day of the week, but Jared Mullen, Jared Mullen was in the right place at the right time and uh, slotted it through.
2: Uh, Jared Mullen's definitely made worse decisions. We know that for sure. Mate, let's move to Mullen's former club, the Newcastle Knights. They took on Parramatta on the weekend, and uh, you got a couple of stats here. Hit it with us.
0: Yeah, we saw Anari Tuala cross over for a hat-trick. Now, that's a very rare feat to see a, uh, opposite, a losing team player uh, score a hat-trick especially in the NRO era. We've only seen it once before, and that was Matthew Reek back in 2002 against the Roosters from memory. It was 32-20 to 20 in that game. So unbelievable to see a hat-trick scored by a losing team. Um, also, one stat here that I also had up on my page was that stone-cold Ray Stone, 50 tackles, the third-choice hooker, if that. Um, it's the only stat he made besides making 71 passes out of dummy half. But I think uh, one of my followers put it right when he said, executing the game plan, I'm sure Brad Arthur told him, don't you dare run out of dummy half, just serve it off the ground and make your tackles.
2: I'll tell you what, when you put up that start about Tawala, uh, scoring three tries and losing, that was the one question out of all the trivias on your story I got wrong. And uh, I took it personally, just quietly.
0: That's absolutely fine. A lot of people do. I'm grateful that you didn't actually message me about why you took it personally.
2: (laughs) Mate, uh, let's move to this weekend's games. And first game, we've obviously got the Sydney Roosters taking on the Manly Seagulls. We've sort of spoken about this one a little bit already. Do you have anything else on this game for us? Some interesting stuff, mainly around
0: ranked teams into semifinals. I know a lot of people want to know the history behind that, but we've only seen a fifth-ranked team in the competition win one semi-final game in the last 15 seasons, and that was the Raiders last year, funnily enough, against the Roosters. And when we go to the sixth-ranked team, um, they've only won one semi-final game in the last twelve seasons, and that was the Rabbitohs who beat the Eels of all teams um, last year as well. So before last season, it had been a long drought over a decade for fifth and sixth to win a semi-final game. And it gets crazier: the best record in a semi-final goes to eighth place, not first. 8th place of the only team to have a 100% record in semi-final football in the NRL era. That was the Cowboys 2017, the Warriors of 08, and, of course, the Eels of 09. So crazy stats there, but delving deeper into the Roosters and Manly game. Trent Robinson, he's 10 wins and 4 losses against Des Hasler. Hasler hasn't beaten him any month past June in his coaching career. So that's going to be an interesting stat as well. And then we get to the battle of the fullbacks. Teddy versus Tommy Turbo. Can you believe Tom Trebojevic, after all he's achieved, he hasn't won a single finals game yet. So we'll see how he goes there. And, of course, Teddy, he scored in each of his last six finals appearances too. So a bit of money on the side there. I think he's paying $3 any time try-scorer on one of the betting agencies.
2: Mate, that doesn't shock me in the slightest. James Tedesco has scored a try in all of his finals games. Love the big stages. Obviously, Turbo, mate, he's having one of the seasons to remember. But... I mean, if he was to lose this game and he goes out in straight sets, it, uh, I mean, it, it takes a bit of gloss off this unbelievable season, especially off the back of that stat that he hasn't won a final finals game yet. Um, it's a big whack when you consider that, you know, obviously Benny Barber and Hainsey, they obviously went to the grand final. So it would take a, a lot off it, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's been beyond perfect lot this um I mean, some people are calling him... An immortal. Well, I live in Manly, so I hear it all the time. That'll do. Uh, They want a statue (laughs) on the Corso for him. It's just a running statue. But yeah, absolutely unbelievable stat. It'll definitely take the gloss off um, his season, no doubt. Um, So it'll be very interesting to see there. I mean, Manly haven't been a top five team this season. I mean, teams who are fifth and above right now. They beat Parramatta. Are they a top four, five team? Some will question that. But um, other than that, They just haven't really shown up. They bullied a lot of the bottom eight, but they haven't really shown up against the big teams yet.
2: I think it was really interesting, just going back to what you said before, all those stats about how hard it is to win games in finals from the bottom four. I think we we criminally underappreciate how important it is to be in the top four every single season. I still look at fifth and sixth every year and go, oh, they can still do it, but history just says it's near impossible, isn't it?
0: absolutely and you think the first the top four teams would bash each other especially with the new finals series system but traditionally they stay strong and they really are clean out the, the bottom four teams in that top eight so yeah it will be interesting to see this weekend how it all sits out
2: Mate, probably the bis- biggest disappointment for me heading into this weekend is that you've got the Battle of Western Sydney, the Penrith Panthers, the Parramatta Eels, and unfortunately it's being played up there at Queensland. I think it would be unreal if it was down here in Sydney. That would be sensational. Sort of reminds me of, I think it was '09 when the Eels took on uh, the Canterbury Bulldogs and they packed it out. It was The atmosphere was unreal. What have you got on this game? Um,
0: well, traditionally between these two teams, we've seen not more than 44 points scored uh, since 2015. So they've been really low scoring. Um, Parramatta actually have the edge over Penrith. They've won both finals games they've played against them. But this is the first time these two teams are facing each other off in the finals since 2000. So that's 21-odd years that we haven't seen a battle of the West, uh, so to speak, in the final series. But, of course, Ivan, he hasn't lost a semi-final since 2007 when he first reached... Uh, when he first played his first uh, finals appearance. Sorry, not played, Coach driver, And that was against the Cowboys where he lost 49-12 to 12 in the searing heat in Queensland um, on that day game that they made them play in North Queensland. Absolutely criminal. Um, so that's what I've got for it. Interesting point with um, what you said about Mackay. I actually like that sort of background. I thought Parramatta and Knights bashing each other on a country oval Nothing better. Packed out stadium. I actually like the Sunday Arvo game there. I hope it's the same atmosphere on Saturday.
2: Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. I reckon both these games are going to be blockbusters, especially that Parramatta-Penrith game. I'm really. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Really excited about that one. If you had to put money, where where are you putting it in these two games, mate? Who who are you taking in the Manly Seagulls versus Sydney Roosters game?
0: I know Sammy Verils is out, and I also know that half the Roosters team is out. But I think Trent Robinson has got one more card to play with this Roosters team. I think it's their last win of the season, and it's going to be a big one against Manly. So that's where my cards are going here. Penrith first, Parramatta. I was really impressed with Mitch Moses' game last weekend. It's going to be very interesting to see which way this goes. I think Penrith have the edge on them, but it'll be very tight. I think 1-12 to 12
2: Penrith. It very much so is the game we've been waiting for for a long time from Mitch Moses, isn't it? And I understand the argument from people that, oh, he was only playing Newcastle, but mate, Mitch Moses can only play who's in front of him. And finals football, regardless of who you're playing, it is a different kettle of fish. I thought he was really impressive.
0: Yeah, hard running, um, really taking on the line, engaging with it and... You saw that with his try as well. He's He can play finals footy. The pressure doesn't usually get to him. He scored 10 individual... He averages, sorry, 10 individual points in his last five finals games. And that includes being left to a duck against Melbourne back in 2019. So Mitch Moses definitely needs to step up here. He stepped up last time against Penrith. he missed that penalty goal that we all remember, um, it was sort of his blues audition. Um, I think if he... Applies that same sort of rhetoric. I think uh, Parramatta get pretty close to Penrith.
2: Mate, thanks for joining us once again on the podcast. Cannot wait to have you back on next week. I have no doubt whatsoever there's going to be some serious stats that back up teams that have the week off and coaches that have the week off. So really looking forward to that, mate. I love your tips for this week too. I love the Roosters upset. I think that one's going to be very, very interesting. And once again, mate, congratulations on the 10K followers. Well-deserved. For all my listeners, make sure you go and follow him at randomstatsguy on Instagram. And by having a look at your story, brother, I think there's plenty more to come, isn't there? Mate, looking to venture out, just testing the waters about Facebook, Twitter, blogs,
0: podcasts, so really keen to kickstart it after this 10K. It's given me a massive confidence boost, and I can't wait to start sharing to more channels.
2: Nah, mate, it's all well-deserved. It's fantastic content. It's unique content, which is what I love so much. There's no one else doing what you're doing, so it's unreal, and it's obviously the reason why I drag you on here every week, to share it with us, mate. There's some fantastic stats, and I think, as we said in the first few weeks, there's stats that. You didn't think you needed to know, but uh, you're glad you do know them. There uh, Unfortunately, I can't go to a pub at the moment, just spit the, these at my mates. But when I can, I'm looking forward to having you in the back pocket.
0: Oh, absolutely. There's plenty of yarns to be told off the back of this. A lot of people saving up a lot of stats. Even if it's six weeks old, I don't care. Just put it out there. <laughs> just
2: shoot it out there. Thank you, brother. I appreciate <laughs> it once again.